1: Hey, this is Rick Probst, husband, father, pastor, radio talk show host, biker, podcaster, and beer grower. I was reading John chapter 17, verse 4 and verse 6 the other day, and I, I've read these scriptures before, but I don't know. God just continues to speak to me about these two Scriptures. Now, this is for me, but I believe it's also for us. When I say us, I mean the church, uh, people that are Christ followers. Jesus was talking to His Father, our Heavenly Father, and He said, I've finished the work which you gave Me to do. Another translation says He accomplished it, He completed it. He completed the task. (laughs) That sounds That sounds hard. That sounds like there's going to be some sweat. Yeah, Jesus definitely had some sweat. He gave his life so that we could live. And he's asking us to do the same thing. Yeah, carry our cross. That's painful. Finish the work. We have to finish it? I thought Jesus did it all. Verse 6 says, I've revealed your name or character, you could put that in there. It's the same thing. Your name was your character. It described you. It described who you were and and what you did. I've revealed your name to the men you gave me out of the world. One translation says they belonged to you. Another one says that at first they were yours. Uh, they were your own. Interesting as I think about this and I think about there's a number of things here. There's a work that we are all to finish. I don't think we can do it by ourselves. And I think if we try to do that, and some have tried and failed and and some have tried and I guess gotten a certain level or amount of success, whatever success is. My definition of success is doing what God asks you to do. And doing it with all your heart. Uh, Trying to be as fruitful as you possibly can. That's what I think success is. But here, Jesus is saying, I finished the work. There is a a work that Jesus finished. And you and I, as a part of the body of Christ, because that's what we're called, right? The body of Christ. We have a work to do. And we're to work together together there's <laughs> Now, that's where it gets complicated. I mean, later on in John, Jesus prays for the church that we would be unified, that we would be one, and that we would love one another like the Father loved Jesus, and like Jesus loved the Father. Has that happened yet? Did I miss it? I think we have a long way to go, but we shouldn't stop, and I know it's easy to stop, because Work is hard, and you can get tired. Well, if we do it on our own, we will definitely get tired, and we're not supposed to do it by ourselves. We're supposed to do it in a, what's the word I should use? It's going to sound overused, a community of faith, a church, a local church body, one that God asks us to be a part of. The reason why I say that is, is because it's easy to go to a church where seemingly everything is perfect. Now, I know there are churches around. In fact, I've seen the slogans. This church is for imperfect people. Well, to me, I'm sorry. I want to be really honest with you. Maybe too blunt. I think that's just schtick. I think that's just a logo, a, a a sales line, because, hey, no kidding, (laughs) all churches are full of imperfect people. I mean, I know what they're saying, but I mean, if I'm going to go to a church that says that, what are my expectations? I guess that's a whole nother podcast. But God calls us to connect to a group of people. Now, this is where it gets a little dicey. And what I mean is, is that if God calls us to a place, a church, a people, we go there, we worship there, pray, listen to messages, and hopefully connect with the other people that are in that church. Now, if you're a church of imperfect people, as I just mentioned earlier, uh, you're probably not going to get along. (laughs) Well, a church with perfect people, uh, also, would not get along. That's humanity. We're we're not going to be perfect. So I believe that God calls us to a church. Yeah, a church, and I know that can ruffle a few feathers because some people feel like that they don't need to go to church. Although that's not what the Scripture says at all. It says that we should be meeting together more as we see the day approaching, uh, in the Book of Hebrews. But I know we're Americans and uh you know that's uh, it's it's freedom of of speech. We 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 get to have our own ways what we think. Well that's not at all what Jesus said a Christ follower would do. He said you would take up your cross and and follow him. I believe we're called to a church to be a part to 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 work, to do something there, to serve. In Acts chapter 2 verse 42, it talks about the first church. I mean It was wild. I mean, on the day of Pentecost, what was it? 2,000 people came to know Christ and were filled with the Holy Spirit. Now what are you going to do? And they only had 12 disciples. Only 120 people showed up in the upper room. Well, I don't know what the ratio is there, but it seems to me that they were a little understaffed. But either way, here's a church And they listened to the apostles' teaching. They listened to the message. They were a part of that. They not only listened, they actually applied it to their lives. It was life for them. And they fellowshiped. They ate together. They uh, enjoyed being with each other. They broke bread. They had communion. They reminded themselves why they were there and why they were a part of this movement, Uh, the the church and it said that they they prayed. Later on it says they even gave up stuff like they sold their properties and gave money to the poor. You're all in when you do that. But I believe God calls us to do that. I I know it sounds crazy, but he calls us to a place to serve. Not just when it's good, not just when we like the message from the pastor, but he calls us to a place when there are challenges. Hey, listen. I wasn't raised in church, but I've been in church for 40 years, and I've seen some wild things in the name of Jesus. I mean, really. I've seen folks start off really well and connected and loving God and loving other folks, but get their feelings hurt, something happens, they get offended, and bam, they're gone. You know, if I read the scripture, it says that the righteous aren't easily offended. Hey, I'm not casting stones because yeah, I've gotten offended too. But that's not my card to say I'm out of here. God calls us to a place to grow and mature. And we don't just mature in the good seasons, the good times when everything's great. We mature when everything's not so great. Yeah, I've seen folks leave churches in droves uh, because of uh, misunderstanding. I've seen people talk about pastors, pastor's family, and uh, it's, it's ugly. It's terrible. It's heartbreaking. And I can't believe that God is pleased. Those folks only to find another church, the perfect church, and do the same thing. Makes it a lifestyle. Well, our lifestyle is supposed to be different. We're supposed to be Christ followers. We're supposed to finish the work, and we're supposed to reveal God's character to the people around us. Remember verse 6, it says that I have revealed your name, your character, to the men you gave me. Yeah, we're called to be loyal, to stay, to pray, not to run, not to get lazy. I mean, sometimes people uh, start off really well, uh, and then... You know, when the church asks you to do something like, God forbid, watch the kids. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Nope, I can't take that responsibility. I work all week. Yeah. Or when things get uncomfortable. You ever been to a church where the messages were, ooh, those don't make me smile anymore. They're asking me to change a bit. Yeah, people leave because of discomfort. Ask to serve. Oh wait a minute don't that's way too much. Don't ask me to serve i just I just want to sit in a seat and enjoy the enjoy what's going on. I enjoy the worship and and the message i it's uh it, no God calls us to serve and then there's a part of a church until something bigger comes along, like the new kid in town, the flash in the pan. I've seen that too. people that were committed to a church, and all of a sudden. They disconnected themselves because this was a better thing. I've seen some of those folks do that many, many times and sadly never planted roots inside a local church and produced fruit themselves. And then there are the folks that, just too busy, got life, got work, got ball games, got, you fill in the blank, I don't have time, and to be a part of a local church, to do the work that God has asked me to do. Well, that's what they're saying. They're saying that I don't have time to finish the work that God gave me to do. God has called us to a local body to serve the people around us inside the church and, yes, outside the church. Those are the people that God gave us. As long as we're on this earth, God gives us people to love, to care for, to minister to, to be with. So what is God asking us to do? He's asking us to stay and to work and to finish this work so that we see him move while we're here and reveal his character to the people around us, like Jesus did when he said, I've revealed your character to the men you gave me out of the world. Let's do that. Let's encourage one another to stay strong, stay connected, stay in the local church, and let's pray for one another. Hey, it's a thought. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I drop a new one every Monday morning at 6 a.m. Until next time, I'm Rick Probst, husband, father, pastor,